Hello and welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Last year, I rode the most kilometres I've ridden in more than a decade, and a fair portion of it was on Zwift. Mainly because it's fun, the bonus was I got fitter in the process. Zwift had me riding with friends from all over the world on courses all over the world. It also got my competitive spirit going, so I made the most of the structured workouts in an effort to get the better of my mates on our weekly meetups. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Get a free seven-day trial at Zwift.com. Right on. Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central uh, podcast. Before we start, let me uh, remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash tdf, or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me, it's of course Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, Rested? Oh, sort of. Ready I mean, to fire again? You get to this point, you just push through, don't you? <laughs> you just push through. You know, can I say I had a, I had a lovely... Um, I did a uh, a virtual function yeah. last night uh, on the rest day with the lovely guys from White and Case, um, a couple of guys I know from that firm, law firm, who who are mad cycling guys, and they delivered some beautiful French wine, nice to my room here, mm-hmm. and some cheeses and crackers. So I got stuck into those, talked to her, and we had a wine we had a wine guy, a a sort of boutique wine store in Melbourne and in Sydney. They've got a store in both who then discuss, talked about the French wines that we got, the Appalachians and where that wine come from. So I had a lovely evening. I, I, it was my escapism, if you like, for a couple of hours. It was nice. I had my vaccine. What did you do? I had my vaccine. Woohoo! <laughs> hey, and how are you feeling? No I'm side effects? I'm feeling okay, actually. Yeah? You know what? Hang on, I'll just give you one of the ribs. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Be careful, it's transmitting straight away. Too. <laughs> no, so like solid, no problem. Good no stuff. Problem. Go well, done. Do well done. Well done. Go and do it. Go and do it. Great. Uh, okay, let's talk cycling. Uh, stage 16 and a very strong week is ahead of us. But let's concentrate first on uh, the stage that is happening tonight. Pas de la case, so that's in Andorra. Once again, uh, going to Saint-Gaudens. Um, what do you make of that stage? We are well and truly in the Pyrenees. We are entering the, the Pyrenees territory. Um, it's not the hardest stage of the tour, though. It's it's going to be... I think it's a bit of a funny one, this one. It's... Yeah, it, it's an interesting one, isn't it? It's not super long. 169, it's long enough. Uh, it starts with a very long descent. So, like, literally 30 kilometers plus of downhill. Sort of gradual downhill. And then the first climb of the day comes along it only goes up to just shy of 1300 meters so it's not a monster climb it's a category two it goes does go for 11 kilometers and it averages five percent so fairly gradual it is perfectly set up for a breakaway to win the day and i'll say this i'll bet my house ha- i'll bet my spanish house mm-hmm. on the, the, the break will win the day and it'll be similar riders to what we saw into andorra yeah i, I can't i can't see I can't see the GC guys controlling this to the end because it's it's just not worth it. They don't need to. Do you know who I fancy on that stage? Mm. Nairo Quintana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was in the break. Yeah, he right. He's, he's chasing the Porcada jersey. Yeah. It's not mega hard, but if it's a group of guys that are going on a, on a breakaway that are not the purest of the climbers, he could actually create some damage and... He's a, he's a good descender, Nairo Quintana. No, he's a great descender. Uh, so look at the finish. Yeah. It's, it's all in descent as well. So I reckon Quintana will be there or thereabouts. He will. Yeah. And I would, I tell you're you. Not, what, you're not convinced. No, no, <laughs> I am. I am. I think I'm not sure. I just, I don't know if he's got the form to win a stage. Although 
that's probably being a bit critical because he's he's, he's been, been having he's been having a crack yeah. a lot of the days. Um, I'll tell you who else will be there though, and I can't I won't give you the individual, but the team Baran victorious, yep. Walt Poles, Matej Mahoric, Dylan Turns, one uh, of them. Yeah, one of them. One of them is going to be in the break, hundred um, percent. They're yep. riding. They're riding fantastic, and of course that's the team of Jack Hay. Yeah. Uh, I'll give an update of him later, actually, too. But um, yeah, they've picked up the pieces. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, there was there will be someone from Mole, uh, from uh, from Trek as well, thinking Molema or Allison. Some some one of yeah. them, one of them will t- tend to be in that break. I Trek reckon. are another team that have you know and they've and they've got success yeah. too, which is great to see. They deserve it. Can um, anybody do something on this one? Yeah, uh, Nibbly's another one. And to me, I mean, he was in the break into Andorra. He just he couldn't go with. He hasn't got that form, has yeah. he? Um, like Valverde was the next best uh, behind Sepkus, the American, who won that stage. So I think Nibali can be there. Yep, he's a champion though. So he might have just had a slightly off day. He might have a an on day now yeah. after the rest day. He might recover well and and um, uh, do something. Yeah, it's all those. It's those similar guys. All of those. I think the the guys in that breakaway into Andorra. Possibly 50% of them will be in the breakaway today, Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, you've got to be able to climb today. It's not a monster day, but, is but you do have to be able to climb. Uh, Alaphilippe's going to be there, no doubt. Yeah, and why <laughs> is he going to be there? Because he was interviewed on French TV, yeah. and the, the, the journalist was asking him, why are you always attacking like this? Mm. And he just went, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Why, why would I stay in a politics? It's boring. Why would I stay? It's fun. That's hilarious. So the, I love the, it. the guy is just built for attacks. He, I mean, this is what, look, he, he, his CV is built on that, yeah. isn't it, really? Not, he's, a, he's an incredibly classy rider and he's obviously got a, a big engine and, and all that. But, but he will be, especially on the descent like this, he's likely to be one of the guys that animate the beginning of the race. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. descent, then a climb after that. He should be one of the guys that tries yeah. to actually set up the breakaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, no, it's you gotta love that, don't you? He, um, he, he, he's just a competitor, and I mean, he's done the world championship jersey. Uh, uh, justice, that's not the right word. Uh, something better than that, it should be. Yeah, but he's honoured it. He's honoured it so well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a real deserving. A rider to wear it for 12 months how hard it is when we look at the week ahead how hard it is for the the, the riders to go back again on the bike after the rest day knowing what's ahead it's kind of a it's a it's a, it's a hard week ahead and it's a, it's a complex week because we've got a lot of mountains remain to climb then there's another sprint stage then there's a time trial it's kind of there's everything built up from now to Paris in the next five days. Yeah, and it, it it can be super tough. And for some riders, you sort of on the you sit on the sideline, and so too the riders. Uh, they're racing, obviously. They get to the rest day, and then they in their heads they say, "Oh, right, Tuesday to Sunday. Oh, yeah, cool. I'm there." And Sunday's a day. Sunday's not a race day. Yeah, so Tuesday to Saturday. It's it's five laps around or six laps around the Champs Elysees. Yeah, you know that's all it is. So Tuesday to Saturday. Tuesday's not a big mountain day, which is the stage we're talking about now. But they get a little bit complacent, yeah. and then because exactly. the next day, yeah. I'm just going to turn the page here, is a fairly monster day, and it's a mountaintop finish. Yeah. They get complacent, and suddenly you go bang, a rider misses the cut. Yeah. And I'm not saying it will happen, but yeah. it has happened in the past, and and as fans and as as uh, journalists and reporters covering it, 
we think the same. We think, gee, Cavendish and this rider and that rider, they're safe, they'll make it. Yeah. And then they come out and they just they just have one bad day, they have one bad mountain, and the whole their whole race unravels before yeah. them. So they've got to be And the day after after you've got two or categories as well. The Tourmalay, yeah. Luzardi Dan. Yeah, we so know we've got how tough they are. We've we've effectively got we've got three big days. Today is still a mountain day. Yeah. Tomorrow is a mountain top, and then the Tourmalay and Luzardi yeah. Dan. Mountain top Saint Larry Soulon is an or category as well. Yeah, so, so they're really tough days. And and you've got to remember peeps who are listening this is off the back of two of the toughest weeks that we've seen yeah. probably in tour de france history we've, all we've the riders have said it bodies are scratched yeah bodies, bodies are, are armed yeah uh, it's it's this is why we think this third week of the we always talk about the third week of the giro but this year it's on par at the yeah I, I tend to agree and you know i know he's well past his best but edvald barson hagen yeah, uh, the great Norwegian who's been a champion over the years. He he finished the stage in into, into Andorra, one hour and nine minutes behind yeah. the winner. One so he's hour. His best, but he's passed his best by one hour on the stage. Yeah, which is huge. That yeah, like in, at his best, he potentially could have gone with that break, break, yeah. and and potentially gone for the stage win. Mm-hmm. Like on his day, he could he could go up climbs. So he he got eliminated, obviously, but it just shows how brutal. This year's tour has been, and and the the casualties, you know, geez, it's been tough. So, this is it's look, and on the plus side, is for us couch peloton uh, people watching it, we're going to see yeah, a brilliant, yeah, we're going to see a la what we talk about the Giro d'Italia yeah that final week we're going to see fireworks. Can anyone attack the Pog tonight, or will this happen tomorrow and the day after if? They're even trying to attack. And then let's talk about the people and the teams that will be tempted to attack. So first question, do you think the Pog is in danger today? Probably not. Yeah, um, no, yeah I'd say no. Yeah. Yeah. But who in the next couple of days can be a danger for Pogacar? Let's start with Ineos. Yeah. Um, because Ineos, they've got, of course, Carapaz, but they also have Richie Porte in there. But you and I, I think, tend to agree. And Kino, actually, because I spoke to him, agrees with us. Their style of riding is just too old-fashioned. It just yeah. doesn't work. We might, I mean, happy to be proven wrong in the next couple of days. Yeah. But so far, I tend to agree with you, the, the style of racing is just not going to cut it. You know what I'd love to see with Ineos? And so, yeah, I totally agree with everything you've just said. I'd love to see Richie Port a la Willunga Hill mm-hmm. with Carapaz on the wheel. So a two-kilometre burst. Leading, leading Carapaz up on a steep slope or, you know, towards the top of the climb. catch They've got to catch the Pog unawares. They've got to catch him on the back foot. You know, they've almost got to be, dare I say it, they've got to be a little bit dirty. They've got to play a little so, bit dirty. Okay, let, let's let's turn it around because you can't, like, you know, for, for the sake of, of just the argument, Ineos is a great team and a great, they've been proving year and year and year after years how good they were at strategy. Mm. Okay, This year, you look at this display, you can't tell me they're going back to the bus and then go, yeah, that was great. They, they're not. No, they, no. They can't strategically, I, yeah, perfect. Well, uh, So are they playing like the cricket game mm. where they're just putting the pog asleep? Yeah. This is how we do it. But then yeah. they know when they're going to attack and they've got a different strategy. So is well, this possible? Yeah, well, look, I guess to... to digress a little bit more um, talking about strategies and when I say catching catching the pog unawares and think back to say someone like Alberto Contador 
and this is this is a little bit off the track a bit, but people who did have watched it or would remember it will know what I'm talking about. It was in the Vuelta a, bu- a bunch of years ago, and Joaquin Rodriguez had the leader's jersey, and it was like stage 17 or 18 or something like that. It wasn't even a mountain stage. Yeah. It wasn't even a mountain stage. And Contador saw an opportunity. He attacked out of the blocks at the start. He put Rodriguez on the back foot. He put 20 seconds into them. And then for the next two hours, he raced full gas. He had a couple of Spanish team, Spanish mates from other teams who, who attacked with him, who were helping him. But he orchestrated something out of the norm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in, you talk about, say, the Pog being under pressure tonight. This is where Ineos should put him under pressure. Yeah. On a day that's not the he, big mountains. Because he thinks he's not going to be under pressure. Yeah, that's right. And the big mountains, the Pog can fend for himself. But do you think Ineos is playing the poker face? They're going, oh, let's... No, I don't think so. No, so no, they, no. This is the actual this What is you're the saying is strategy. right. I believe their tactics are their tactics. And you know what? The only bit I disagree with you on is I think they're coming back to the bus saying, yeah, oh, well run. We really? Gave it, we gave it our best shot. Maybe some of the riders might not be. Maybe some of the riders might be saying, why are we doing some, this Someone tactic? like Richie. Okay, let's not put words into the mouth of Richie mm, without yeah. asking him. Yeah. But what do you think? He knows racing more than yeah, anyone yeah. else. Yeah. He knows he's in this later part of his career. Do you think Richie goes back and says, yeah, well done, guys. This, this was perfect strategy for yeah, us Yeah, I don't know. Look, I think, yeah, it's a good question. And, it's, and again, we're not... Well, I guess we are criticising the tactic, but yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stop short of criticising the riders or... I'm not talking about the riders. I'm talking yeah. about the riders sort of re- uh, rebelling against the tactics. Yeah. I'm not saying to, talking about the I performance mean, I imagine of guys. Because the, they're the just dire- applying the plan. Yeah. It's the directors that are make but taller you, the shots. Yeah. Do you think the riders, I don't know, just a, maybe it's the French rebel in me? Yeah. No, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is. They need... I, I just would thought they need to change tactic and... You know, especially going into Andorra, they went long range on that long climb, but it was such a long, gradual climb that they were never going to drop the pog riding tempo. L- look at look at how uh, which teams made that race so far interesting, mm. and it's not Ineos. No, no. It's Trek. Is the Baron? Yeah. Is, is this guy that just put a, a dynamite stick in? The, to you would have tried to have put. You would have tried to have put G and someone else up the road in the break. Yeah. You would have maybe left Richie with with Carapaz, Carapaz. Or, or vice versa. Um, you know, put Richie in the break, and then try and launch across or just something. And, but and, but and I think tonight is a golden opportunity for them to, to absolutely put, to put try and attack attack <laughs> uh, Pogacar on a, in the valley, attacking. You know, do something different. Like do something. This different. is the thing, yeah, because you, you know, I, and, I, and we're going to finish on this. But you you could agree that before the sky train and so on they were going so hard that no one could hardly follow the pace so therefore no one could pop anyone or that of that groups yeah but they're not doing this right now <laughs> no 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 that's right and look and that that is the other side to it it's easy for us to sit back and yeah, yeah criticize their, their tempo or their, their tactic i should say but when you're not there or when you're there in the race, yeah, <laughs> it's a bit harder. <laughs> a bit to, to, come on, they're only doing 45 kilometres an hour. Can't you attack? I <laughs> know. Um, oh I think I've totally forgotten what it's like to be a pro cyclist. Yeah. Like completely. I have completely all, forgotten. All I'm saying is there are teams that have just been very exciting yeah. running this race and yeah. Neos is not one of them. No, no. It's that, look, I'm... I'm sure we're not the only ones critiquing yeah. their tactics. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would generally. What, what have, you've been listening to some of the French commentary? 
have uh, they said much about Ineos's tactics? Yeah, or? I think they they it's the, they're telling the same story as us because yeah. they're watching the same race. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's not difficult to uh, like we're not making things up. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 how the race is currently yeah. unfolding. Um, question about Ben O'Connor. Yep. Okay, it's close to the second step of the podium. It's only 40 seconds away. What can he do to go back to the podium? What can he do in the next few days, knowing there's a time trial a bit further down, which probably is not his forte? Uh, no. How can he manage to make his way on the podium? I'm not even saying win the Tour de France. That can I tell you, how about I tell you what I think he will do? Yeah. Um, that's what we're here for yeah <laughs> because I said this last night in this this um, Zoom function that I was in what I think he will do and someone asked the same question what can he do can he make the podium I think what we're going to see from Ben O'Connor is more attacking uh, we saw in Andorra he attacked he got caught he got dropped got back on he attacked again and then he ended up in the group what, so so ju I, just one sec here. Yeah. What was interesting though, when he attacked, most of the time the guy closing the gap was Pogacar. Yes. So that tells me two things. First of all, one, Pogacar is wary of of O'Connor. Yeah, he is. But on the other end, I, I would bring a question mark saying Pogacar is in a group where, or at the time was in a group where, you know, other riders were from the basically the G, the GC was there. Okay. Yeah. Someone like Uran, for example is at threat by O'Connor on the podium. So why did Pogacar, Pogacar do it himself? Why didn't he just go, hey guys, yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm five minutes, mm. I'm safe, you guys aren't. I think he's not if, taking... If this guy goes 50 seconds on the road, yeah. you're popped by him. Yeah, that's but right. But I'm not. Totally agree. I think what he's doing, Pog, he's feeling good. So he says, don't take risks, mark, mark them. And I think the team management have said that. They said, if you're feeling good... And any of those guys attack, just just jump, just just immediately just react it, yeah. if you feel good, because suddenly you let them back in the frame again, and suddenly they take two minutes. Or you know, imagine if all the other guys sat up and said, "You could lose the race too, Pog." Yeah. You know, and they play this standoff for no reason. Suddenly he lets one of them back in the frame. He has one bad day, and suddenly he's too okay. up. So he's extreme controlling. Yeah, he's, and he's riding. He's riding. He's riding smart. Yeah. He's, he is riding super smart. But back on Ben Hill, look, win, lose or draw, he'll give it draw. his best crack. <laughs> yeah. But he'll, look, this attacking style could bring him undone. Yeah. Or, but the plus side is it, all, it also could put him on the podium. But he's um, really in the psychology of you got to try yeah. to, to see if it's happening or not. Yeah. Whereas... L leaving nothing on the road. Yeah. And look, the one I'll say who's riding the smartest of that group so take Pogacar out of it is Rigoberto Uran yep. he's been here before he's riding really within himself he knows Uran potentially he can time trial the best of including the Pog yeah. in that final TT Uran's done this before so he knows that he can potentially yeah, we would never get five minutes back on a TT he, no but he knows he can push himself into second on the podium yeah. so again EF are riding above that that the, Maddie Keenan said it they're the moneyball team mm -hmm. they're incredible actually they well it's, he, I think he said about DSM but EFR as well you know their budget is nowhere near yeah uh, the likes of UAE Ineos um you know it's it's impressive riding by uh, Rigo yeah. once yeah. again and then he, he said also something interesting like you you hardly see them even yeah. though they're in bright pink 
Yeah. You know, they, it's very in-your-face kit and everything. Uh, you see them in a race, but you don't see them in the media. You don't... No. Rigoberto Run doesn't do any sort of... Oh, he'd be loving it. it. He'd be loving it. It's but he's very, just going about his business and, uh, you know, not... You know, no pressure from the... Yeah. Pre- We've heard... Li- we, we haven't heard a single grab from him. No. Yeah, it's crazy. I it's mean, I'm sure he's done some interviews. Yeah, but probably in Spanish, yeah. but we we've, we haven't in, a, in yeah, English for sure. Yeah, no, um, Let's talk now about Mr. Sagan. I don't know if you saw overnight he had a, a, an operation on the knee. Still blaming it on the crash he got on stage three. Ah, um, so he's had an op. So he had wow. an op on the knee. Yeah. Um, this is probably the worst year Sagan had on the bike. Yes. He's had a win. He had a win Giro. in... He had a win in the Giro, and I think he had a win pr- just prior to that. Or yeah, after but it's Sagan. That. So he's had a couple. Yeah. So, but he's like, like, it, you know, like to compare it to my career, that would have been highlight and, and an amazing year. Yeah, <laughs> standard year. Yeah, but on the Sagan. Well, term, I think it actually was. I had two wins. <laughs> but on the Sagan terms, uh, yeah. he's not he's not having a great start. No, he hasn't had a great year, and you know, I think I think all of us hope. Yeah, I want to see him come back yeah. and be the king again. Absolutely. I want to see him win a monument, yeah. win Flanders, win Roubaix or one of those, just because he's a champion. Yeah. He, and, and he lights up cycling and, um, you know, to me, he's one of the most exciting yeah. riders we've seen, obviously, yeah. over the years. Uh, well, just on injury updates. So, Jack Hay. Yes. He's uh fracture, I believe, of his collarbone. Yeah, I saw the photos. He was very familiar. Yeah. He looked very familiar to my, uh, yeah. my photo I had a few years ago, yeah. last year. So he's, um, he's, the plus side is he said he's getting to spend time with his young family. Um, the, the negative side is the fracture re- revealed, I think on the operating table, revealed that it was a lot worse than first expected. Yeah. So they had to go a bit more invasive in the operation, which means the recovery time is going to be longer. So he's, he's a, but incredibly, he's still maybe only one or two weeks away from getting on the bike, yes. uh, getting out on the road. Uh, out, he's already on he's the bike. On, he's on the bike. It's I, saw, in, I saw the social media post. Yeah, so no Olympics for him, but he said he thanked the Olympic team for giving him as much time to make the decision. And yeah. So he'll be back. I'm not sure he'll be back. I can't imagine he'll be back at the Vuelta. No. No. Uh, and I, I wonder if he'll be back for the for world the season or the world, so maybe, maybe he's writing of the season. But yeah, I wonder. I wonder. It's we'll got, I mean, the season's going to wrap up very quickly. And I, I don't see that as a bad thing, to yeah. be honest. I mean, rather than rush back and be half sort of, you know, be half cocked. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's better to just wipe the season and rebuild. Yeah. Uh, for for a good early start. Absolutely. And to conclude this podcast, and no, we have not forgotten about this, but Cavendish. Will he make it to Paris? Big question mark. And the hunt on the, the green jersey. We know Michael Matthews. He's, he's been chipping away. It's, it's not done. Right. It's, it's not it's far done. from being done. Yeah, he's well, on paper, 70, 60 points down, I think. Yeah, on paper, it's going to be hard for Michael Matthews mm. to actually win the green jersey with Cavendish here. But it's not done. And just to go back to tonight's stage, incidentally... The sprint preem comes after the first climb. Yeah. So it's actually perfect for Michael Matthews. Mm-hmm. He chips away again. He grabs another 20 points. He suddenly closes the gap. It's quite phenomenal, actually, how Matthews has been riding, how yeah. good, how consistent, and but not winning a stage. On the cover. Yeah. So much. that's right. Yeah. So uh, look, someone said the other day, and I, you know, I tend to agree with it. I, I sort of don't want it to happen. Yeah. And I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm just biased towards Matthews. I think Cav will make it. 
I think he's going to yeah. make it to Paris. Do you know what? I think he's, he's going to make it to Paris. The team are going to drag yeah. his butt. Look at was around him. Look, yeah. look at who was around him. Yeah. And clearly, it's also the double sprung effect that Alaphilippe is free to be the nut case at yeah. the front. They're using Animate, the rest of the team. But mm. the whole rest of the team. Well, Catania is riding 10th or 11th on GC. So yeah. himself and Alaphilippe. But the rest of the team, Morku. Yeah. All these guys, they are with Cavendish from start to finish. Yeah. I, yeah. So I think he'll he'll drag his butt there it, to it. However, saying that, Michael Matthews is an amazing rider. And, you know, a, a, a stage like tonight, it's probably, it's probably too hard for him. But sometimes you just never know. Yeah. Can you imagine if Michael Matthews well, got in the break, would took you the intermediate sprint points, mm-hmm. and then goes on and wins the stage? Would you have uh, predicted Colbrelli to finish third on the mountain stage? No, exactly. You would not. So you can't. So, you cannot completely write Michael Matthews out of tonight's stage. Yeah, I agree. I give him a very small, slim chance, but you got to give him a chance. Absolutely, it's all going to play out tonight on SBS, of course. It is. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Thank you, Maka. Thank for you. Thank you. This was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au/tdf, or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Until next time. Before we go, a quick word on our sponsor Zwift. On Zwift, you can explore the world while having fun training at home. Even better, you can do it during the tour as part of the Fun is Fast series. The events include group workouts and group rides, fondos, races, and as we all know, the tour ignites the competitive spirit in some of us. Time trials, Ventop, which is a replica of Monbon 2, and Women's Wednesday rides. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Visit Zwift.com and hopefully I'll see you on there soon. Ride on.